On this episode of Be Epic, we talk to Josh Schneider from Burn Bootcamp, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, about his journey from corporate America to a fitness bootcamp owner. All right, we're here with Josh Schneider from uh, Burn Bootcamp. Sioux Falls here. That's yep, where we're Sioux at. Falls, yep. um, so episode one, uh, I definitely thank you for sitting down with me. I um, really just wanted to talk more about the business side of things, kind of your background, kind of where where the idea to get into fitness, to start your own gym. It's you know it's it's something that's not necessarily common for a lot of people. Um, you know, so I guess kind of take me through again your background. Uh, how did you start? How did you get into it? How did you come to Sioux Falls? Um, you know, and some of the challenges, you know, as a young entrepreneur, you know, did you ever picture yourself as an entrepreneur? <laughs> I appreciate you calling me young because um, at 33 years old, sometimes I don't feel young. So that's, that's a compliment. I appreciate that. I'm only, th- I'm 31. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, that, so that's good. I'll take it. I'll take it. There's no worry. Um, wow. That's a, that's a lot. So um, I guess, you know, just a combination of, of life experiences um, as well as a lot of willingness to kind of make a leap and jump into something. You know, I think when you, when you make a big decision to, you know, whether it's start a new job or um, you, you're working towards a new life decision or even starting a new business, um, there's a lot of unknowns and what ifs. So I, I think at some point you have to, um, you know, find the strength to make that, make that leap, as they say. Um, so I think that's, that's, that's one part. Um, and, and two, I think with your life experiences, you, you really gauge right where your strengths take you and, and, you know, you're obviously, um, not going to start something that you know nothing about, right? There's going to be, there's gotta be some familiarity with it. Um, in my opinion, if you want to, you know, truly do something you love and be successful at it. So, um, Really what brought me to Sioux Falls was my wife. She's from the area um, here about an hour or two away. And we were looking to start a family and um, moving from Minnesota where we're currently living. And, um, you know, like I said, some life experiences happened. And um, my prior prior experience, I guess I'll, I'll do a quick flashback, is um, was a business consultant and I've uh, got my MBA in organizational leadership and really wanting to spend the bulk of my career, out of college at least, um, thinking that I was going to help a lot of small to medium-sized businesses with a variety of things. Um, I ended up kind of working um, with recruiting and human resources as well as um, payroll and back office operations um, and the technology that goes along with that. Um, that's what I spent maybe the the last eight years doing prior to my business ownership now. Um, so I think, you know, those life experiences have kind of helped shape where I'm at now. Um, and then I think being an athlete my whole life and just loving sports and loving the camaraderie and loving um, just the, the whole group or the team aspect of things um, really kept my interest in fitness and athletics. And um, those two lifelong experiences, I feel like, have kind of married themselves into um, this opportunity here in Sioux Falls um, to start a business with my wife. So, What was that conversation like you talk about? you know, kind of that leap of faith, was it something that, you know, was it your idea, was it Danelle's idea, what was that, do you remember that moment that you're like, 
hey, we're gonna do this, and yeah. what, kind of what did you feel, and kind of what all went into the, went into that process and into that moment. Um, I, I feel like it was a series of moments. I, I don't remember one specific moment, but just a lot of um, serious conversations and heartfelt thought um, over the course of a, of a, I wouldn't say long period of time, but not something that you know we decided on overnight. Um, you know, I was I was in a good spot working with um, a, a company that started in Minnesota that grew nationally to over 40 states and um, really just, like I said, in a good spot and was laid off. And so um, having a catalyst that kind of um, puts you in a position that you didn't think was coming was kind of uh, really where all that started. And searching for what that next opportunity was going to be, having those conversations with my wife and figuring out what that looked like, um, you know, and she kind of asked the question at one point, you know, well, you could do anything in the world right now. You know, there's no limitations, um, no rules, anything. What would you do? I'd probably open a gym. You know, that, that seems logical to me. Like, I don't know why that was the first thing that came to mind. I, I probably should have chose something near a beach. I think maybe that would have been a smart decision. Um, but uh, that, that was, you know, kind of what I was, how I answered that. And we had some discussion over it over, over some time. And, um, you know, long story short, um, little things started to happen here and there and fell into um, some discussions with owners um, from a, a gym in, um, in uh, Minnesota and felt like it might be the right experience or might be the right opportunity and kept exploring it a little bit more. And, um, you know, we were looking to move to Sioux Falls for uh, to start a family, like I said. So it, it became the right opportunity to move back here and then and then start the gym. So. You talk about sometimes life happens, right? Like life forces you <laughs> yeah. to take that risk. Yeah. Um, has that moment kind of changed how you think of things? Like, are you as afraid as afraid of risk now? Are you are you more willing to kind of go out there and kind of follow your dreams now that you you were yeah. kind of forced to do it, and yeah. now you've gotten a taste of that? That's a good question. I I think that I'm definitely still afraid. <laughs> Um, you know, you still have those decisions. I, the way I kind of look at it is you're kind of like that, that not that I'm a star, but like that star singer, right? They got to get up on stage and sing every night or whatever the situation is. And I think that, you know, if you're not still getting nervous and having those, those similar thoughts, then you're, you probably don't care, right? Or you shouldn't be doing that, but you get more comfortable as um, maybe each night goes on and you get more comfortable with the experience that you have. So I would say that I'm definitely less afraid to take those risks. And I think you can kind of make more calculated decisions and you have maybe a little bit more um, mental analytics or experiences to draw from. I don't, I don't know why I put those two words together, but it just seemed fitting. Um, so I would say I feel more confident in making those decisions, but still definitely like not trying to, you know, make overnight decisions as easy. So what's been like the most, you know, either eye opening or the most challenging thing for you, um, you know, as you know, as a new business owner that, you know, maybe you thought, you know, you have an MBA, yeah. you know, you, you think like you kind of have an idea on how the structure should work. And yeah. then all of a sudden now you own the business. Yeah. Um, kind of what's that challenge been like? Um, that's a really good question. I think the the thing that you maybe don't or can't prepare for are 
what lies ahead. I mean, you try to you try to plan or be proactive or think that, well, this is the way this is going to go, and it, it never really truly does. So you just kind of have to be prepared, and I think having adaptability is what is going to help you. Um, and uh, especially in today's society, I mean, you know, we all, we all want, um, you know, we have information at our fingertips, and we all want quick answers, and um, you have to be able to adapt quickly. And I think that there's really no truly any training that can um, put you through what you're going to go through as a business owner Um, but I think you just have to make the best decisions you can at that moment whether they're quick decisions or um, or if you have time to think about them but you just have to make the best decisions you can with the information that you have um, and you know hope that's going to work out for you I mean I I think those those long-term decisions are ones that you need to think over and maybe have some data to help support right whatever you can but um, it's it's um, not I think you just have to again kind of make that leap and trust your gut um, sometimes more than anything I know that's hard to hear and, and think that but um, that's what has helped I guess has, is entrepreneurship does that kind of run in your family or Danelle's family or where did that kind of where did that spirit come from to even like you know think you know a lot yeah. of people you know they may have been in a similar situation and you know they just sit on the couch in the dark room and just you know kind of oh poor me versus you just went you know what like we're going to take this into into our hands yeah. um where did that come from is that the athlete background is it the not wanting to fail um but where did that where did the idea to even think about becoming an entrepreneur and opening a gym come from i'm not sure um you know there's there's um my wife um, she's got four older brothers and they are very entrepreneurial two of um, two of them took over the farm one of them has their own business so they're they're very entrepreneurial and, and kind of have their own thing which is great my side of the family um, you know just typical you know middle income just working jobs and um, you know nothing crazy there so I'm not sure whether that was sports or uh, or college or maybe just kind of finding your own way after you kind of figure out who you are a little bit but um, just kind of wanting to always do my own thing I guess um, and then maybe just the the catalyst of of getting laid off and finally being you know I guess kind of tired of, of working for somebody else or having somebody else kind of dictate your your future or your career path was very frustrating which I think a lot of people can um, attest to um, so I think a, a combination of those things has really been um, why I've been able to lean towards, you know, being an entrepreneur, starting my own thing. So, who's been a mentor for you? Is there somebody that you kind of lean on that's that's kind of paved the way for you, or that you kind of sure. look up to? Um, either somebody you talk to every day, or somebody, yeah. you know, a, you know, Bill Gates, <clears throat> or somebody like that. Do you have anybody in the business world that you you kind of look up to? Ooh, um, you know, it's it's kind of sad that I'm going to say this, but I, I really don't. Um, I, I know they always say you should always be constantly improving yourself and, and, and taking care of yourself and learning. And, and I do that, but I don't have like a, you know, like a Gary Vee or somebody or like a Tony Robb. I don't have that. Like, that's not me. I don't, I don't, um, I don't have the time, honestly, for, for um, those like self-help type things or, or getting motivation from there. I, I think part of it is, um, I've been very lucky. Part of it is internal. I can kind of flip a switch and kind of kick my motivation on if I need to um, or kick my butt in gear. Um, part of it is 
really seeking out advice in a variety of ways. So I would say I, I get more of my um, motivation and advice from people in my circle versus like, you know, the celebrity business people or like the, you know, I could care less about, you know, the, the famous, um, you know, Bill Gates or, you know, um, Apple CEO or whatever's going on. Like I care less about that. I, I get a lot of, get a lot more uh, benefit from uh, people in my circle as far as, you know, my family or, or friends or, um, you know, marketing people or, you know, anybody that I can reach out to for help. I mean, I find more value in that than, um, I guess, like the typical, you know, self-help thing that you're going to, um, you know, get from some of those like celebrity business people, I guess, if that's what you're asking. So you, you brought up your circle. Was there a, kind of when you brought this idea kind of to your circle, um, was there kind of fear? Was there some reservations? Was it 100% support from day one on, um, you know, kind of kind of describe how those around you, yeah. you know, kind of took to this idea of you really moving away, right? You were moving away from where you yeah. were at and kind of starting something that was new here in the Midwest and new here in, in Sioux Falls. Sure. Yeah, I think the 100% support was, was there. I think, um, you know, not everybody understands all the full details of what maybe you're going to jump into. So I think the support thing is typically pretty easy, um, you know, that you're going to get that from people, but they might not always know exactly what you're going to do or how you're going to do it. But the support was really, was there, which was great. I mean, I think ultimately uh, at that point, when you make that decision or make that leap, um, it was really a family decision at that point, you know, trying to figure out, you know, you try to figure out how your life is going to change or what details you have to work out. Right. So I think, um, You know, it's the support. The support is always there, and if you're not getting the support, they probably don't belong in your circle anyway. Um, uh, you know, when making that decision, though, we, you know, reached out to some individuals that we um, were introduced to in, in a similar capacity of what we were looking to get into, and I think some of their advice and tips and stuff kind of helped us make that decision. So, perfect. Um, take me through. Um, kind of the the fears you know did you the backup plan when you coming into this like did you did you have a backup plan was there fears that it would fail or were you it's this or nothing and we'll figure it out if it doesn't work yeah the latter <laughs> um, unfortunately I think it, it probably would be smart to have a backup plan um, but at the same time I think if you put your back against the wall and, and you know let yourself realize that you know you're not going to fail, then you kind of, you maybe have a different mindset. Um, but you know, this, this really was, there really was no backup plan. I mean, we just putting, you know, all of our savings and, and all of our work over the last, um, 10 years together, you know, being married and trying to figure out if we're really going to go all in on this. And that's what the decision was. So there really was no, there was no backup plan. There is no backup plan. And, you know, we're, we're fortunate that we're, um, you know, working on our second location now, but, um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's that hard decision of trying to figure out again, making that leap, but then, you know, keeping moving forward. I think that's true in a lot of entrepreneurship. I, I started Epic very similar fashion. It was, I, a job that I was at for seven years just no longer needed me. And I knew it the time was coming it was one of those deals you 
the writing had been on the wall. But I can tell you, halfway between leaving work and home, I was already on the phone, making phone calls yeah. to propel it. And I get asked the same question, did you have a backup plan? No. Like, and I think, you know, as an entrepreneur, you don't have a backup plan because you don't think it's going to fail, right? Like, you don't have time to think about a backup plan. Right. If you have a backup plan, you're already kind of setting yourself up with an escape route, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to fail. And so I think, you know, you know, maybe entrepreneurs out there looking, maybe somebody that's in a job that they don't necessarily like, they may have an opportunity that wants to have that backup plan. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will ever be able to be successful with a backup plan. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I mean, it... Yeah, because like I said, you, I feel like you just kind of have that different mindset or you feel like you have, when your back is against that wall, then, um, you know, it's it's not going to fail, right? You're going you're gonna to do everything you can to, to make it work. Um, that's that's the same phrase I said. I'll figure it out, right? Like, right. we'll make it that's work. Right. Like, yep. at the end of the day, there's big box retailers always hiring. There's the gas stations that are always hiring. There's manufacturers that are always hiring that if the bills have to get paid, yeah. there's places out there like that that's my backup plan yeah. if need be and I'm sure you guys are the same way like you'll do what it takes to make it work or right. make make something work right yeah absolutely and I you know if you're, you're gonna be stressed or have um, you know problems or situations no matter what position you're in whether you're an owner or or um, a worker be or you know whatever role you're in in a company or whether you own the company you're still going to have those similar things you just might be um, stressed or having to face adversity with it, it might be a different item but you're, you're still going through those same things so I think um, you know I would just I, I just always encourage people to make that leap or seek out anybody and everybody you can to make that decision because you're still going to go through the same things so why not you know be on your own and have that that freedom and that flexibility um you know to do what you want to do because if you're already thinking about making that leap then what's stopping you you know is it is it that catalyst is it getting laid off or is it getting fired or um is it you know a company getting bought out or whatever it is but um you're still going to go through the same things it's just a matter of whether or not you own the company or not so what was that first camp like? Do you remember that? Do you remember that day? Do you remember, you know, not even the pop-up camps, but you're here in the location, like the first one ever, that? or like before we opened this but location? Here, like your first one, you had members walking through your door yeah. in a building that you put probably your heart and soul in. You yeah. knew every single detail. What was that moment like? Did you just step back and be like, "Wow," or were you so busy you didn't you didn't really get to enjoy it? <laughs> well, enjoy would be one adjective I would not use. Um, partially, um, it was busy, but partially, um, probably not getting any sleep the night before, worried about it, right? Partially um, thinking, like, what in the world? Like, all right, we got to go. <laughs> um, also being early in the morning, but um, I, I thinking, man, think, I have not thought back to that um, that moment until now. Um, you know, over a year ago, and I, I really feel like I was a baby, <laughs> a baby, right at that at that moment in that first camp. And um, thinking about just, you know, not that I'm like perfect or, and you know, I'm still constantly learning for myself each and every day. But I mean, I feel like I've come so far than you know from that day. So it, um, it de- there was definitely no reflection um, at that moment 
um, for sure. But um, there's definitely been a lot of growth um, since then, and um, you just have to constantly learn from yourself every day. Was there a moment, kind of a breakdown moment, that you just went like, what am I doing? Are you and Danelle going, oh, yeah. what, are, what are we doing? And how did you guys either lean on each other? How did you get through that that time to go, man, our life isn't all falling apart, even though it may feel like it is? Yeah. Oh, we've had tons of those moments. Um, some of them unwarranted, you know, nothing that we should have been stressing over. Um, some of them just, you know, you those moments where you get stressed or you're like, how is this going to work or what do we need to change or how can we move forward? Going back to what got us through it, I mean, I think you just have to, we relied on each other even though, you know, some things, you know, husband and wife ownership, I mean, that, that's that's a good dynamic, but it can be scary too because you might have different opinions about, you know, how to, how to move forward or what strategy to use, not that there's a wrong answer. Um, and so you... Uh, that might be different than someone just truly doing something on their own, but I think you just have to rely on each other and, um, again, make the best decision you can and roll with it. And, it, you know, our lives did change because we were um, both married. Um, wife finally finished school, um, didn't have any kids yet. Both have phenomenal jobs. Uh, we're traveling a ton, going out with friends four or five nights a week, um, just you know, having a great time, really no worries. And, um, you know, now um, being open for a year now, we've got a little girl who is also a year old. Um, and I would not recommend having a baby <laughs> and opening a gym within the same month, by the way. Um, um, even though I wouldn't change anything till this day, I wouldn't change it. But um, definitely was eye-opening you know you think you're busy during you know in a job when you're successful you you know wait till you have a kid or wait till you um, own your own business but or wait till you have both huh? yeah or both, or, or yeah. both. yeah exactly just just throw them all in there so yeah lives are changed significantly you know having having to understand how to take care um, of another human being and understand how to how to run a business and you know for for people that don't know listening I mean you know, it's not uncommon for me to do an 18 or 20 hour day, you know, from 4 a.m. till, you know, 10 or 11 or midnight on some nights, depending on what's going on at night, um, you know, grinding for six to nine months of the better part of the last year. I mean, that's, that takes a toll on you. I mean, it, it's, it's rough, but you know, you, again, backs against the wall, what are you gonna do? You know, so it's, um, it definitely, life's changed. Um, you know, you, you try to figure out, um, you know what your next step is and how to how to balance life and but you know that's 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 what everybody's going through every day you know everybody's got something so um, what, you just do your best to find that balance what's the dynamic been like you know you talked about you know husband and wife ownership yeah. um you know when you two had two separate jobs like you you kind of live different worlds you come together at night <laughs> yep, you'd, you'd yep. kind of debrief you know you'd go on your separate ways now you're both owners of the business. Yeah. She still has her kind of her deal going as well. But now, have your your conversations have to have changed? Like, what did that do to your guys's relationship? And how would you say, you know, from a, you know maybe another entrepreneur, you know, how did you guys how do you guys balance that? Do you find times is it rules of like, hey, we're not talking about burn. Like, we need to focus <laughs> on us. Yeah. You know, because I'm sure it's difficult to like. Are we business partners? Are we husband yeah. and wife right now? Like, how do you guys how do you find to balance that? 
in a life that's very stressful with the little one, with the new business? Um, you know, just how do you guys manage that? I think we we try to do the best we can. Um, you know, this past weekend, we were able to, as a yawn, um, we were able to, to get away um, for Friday night, Saturday, and come back Sunday. It was the first weekend we've had um, as a getaway by ourselves um, since doing a, you know, a, a business retreat um, early summer. And that was your guys' norm a year and a half Correct. ago, right? Correct, yep, and that was so. our norm, yeah. And we've you know, gotten away once or twice by ourselves over this last year. Um, and it's not that we didn't want to get away, it's just we, we literally couldn't. I'm, I'm involved in the business every day, so um, it's, it's hard for me just to kind of replace myself to take that time away. Um, so I think part of that was, um, you know, I, I probably just had too tight of a grip on everything early on and just doing my best not to fail because I knew, you know, Danelle was, my wife was taking care of our, you know, our little girl and I just, you have to, do, you know, you do what you can to, to make it work. Um, but then as we've kind of grown over these last uh, three, six, nine months and over this last year, um, I think you learn what things you need to take care of and what things can wait, and then you learn which um, priorities maybe I should handle and which that my wife should handle, and you, you kind of feed off each other's strengths and weaknesses and, you know, help each other out as much as possible, but understand that, you know, the, the conversations have definitely changed because you you kind of know how each one has handled certain situations and um, you you know how to approach the situations now um, versus maybe a year ago not knowing what to do. So, I mean, time helps, but um, just kind of feeding off each other and understanding, you know, strengths and weaknesses. And um, because you're right, it's we're, we're in the same world now and it's not, you know, I was doing business world and my wife was in healthcare, so it was completely opposite situation. So we really never had any, um, you know, we never crossed paths with the work and everything. But now it's, you know, when we, when we do a weekend away, you know, Sundays, we try to make sure, you know, that there's nothing, you know, that we, we talk about the gym or we talk about work. We try to leave that just for Sundays. Um, and we, you know, we went away. My phone actually died last weekend. Um, and there was probably a point of about 36 hours where I didn't have my phone. It was kind of nice. It was just really nice did, not to be connected with the world. Stuff. Did you have that, that kind of anxiety at first? And then all of a sudden, was there a moment that you're like, man, I kind of, actually kind of enjoyed not feeling a buzz or a ding or anything like that yeah my wife was really kind of like you you gotta calm that I was worried you know I was like where's my charger child we gotta go to the you know we're out and about like we're not at the hotel so we're just trying to find like where who has the nearest plug-in you know we're out um, at a restaurant I'm like all right we gotta get a seat next to a plug-in you know so I can charge my phone and she's like you just gotta chill and <clears throat> so yeah initially there was like Oh my goodness! I had on my phone like this. We we got to figure this out to like okay, I can you know I can really be without my phone for a little while. It's okay, and knowing that really didn't have anything pressing going on. We were both together, so it's not a big deal. You you talked about being able to kind of let go. I think that's probably every you know new entrepreneur's a big struggle, right? Is you know you start as a one man one man band. You and Danelle were starting yeah. as like you two. Then you start to bring on employees. Yeah. Um, what what have you found has been helpful? What's been a struggle for you in terms of just allowing you to let go? Because you know, especially you mentioned 
starting another gym it may not even end with two you know yeah. there may be a third or a fourth or yeah. whatever wherever your path ends up going but you know that you can't you can't train every camp you can't do every every post um so what's been what's been a technique or what's been a way to to help you try to be able to let go and maybe you haven't found it yet yeah um it like i said earlier maybe just finding that balance um as awful as it may sound, I think you really just have to, you have to fail and learn. Um, you know, I think you have to fail to put yourself through those situations even though you don't want to fail. Uh, but then if you don't learn from it, then you're not going to get anywhere. Um, so I think you just, it's trial and error and um, fail and then you learn what not to do, I guess. Uh, I think early on having, um, if you think about maybe joining a, a, a new job, so you know you, you you take a new job with a company, likely they've probably got all these things in place, right? They've got all these standard procedures in place, or you know where you're sitting, even you know the chair you're sitting in, um, to the maybe the computer as you know I would use in just my business world, um, to you know your uh, your training, who you report to, HR or. You know, all those things are in place when you're when you're starting a new job. When you're starting your own company, you know everything is from a brand new slate. So what color paint you need, exactly. or where to get it, or insurance, or taxes, and yeah. so much back end stuff. Yeah, the the chairs that we're sitting in, like you yeah. have to decide to go buy those, and so yeah. It's you don't think about those things, and um, I think what's helped us over time, you know, bring on new employees is um, really being open and honest with everybody and understanding like hey like you guys can contribute you need to let us know like what's working what's not what do we suck at what are we good at you know what do we need to keep doing um and and creating those procedures and creating those checklists and just continually like improving those and and moving forward with um you know, changes that might need to be made and, and things like that. Because early on, you don't have those things set up when you're starting a new job. You do typically with a company. So, has there been a piece of advice um, or one conversation that you sticks out that's kind of that you kind of hold on to that you go like, you know, that, that that was that was the moment that you kind of, you know, you you hold on to that and you know, it's just something that you remember, like a conversation with somebody or a piece of advice that somebody said, hey man, this is what you got to do. This is what you don't do. I mean, it, as it pertains to the business, I mean, not not really. Um, I think that there's probably been so many times where I've reached out for advice or something I can't really, you know, for a lot of even little things or a lot of big things, I think. But I don't know that there's any – it's hard to pinpoint one because, I, you know, I've – um, you, you just have to do that when you're on when you're, even if you're not on your own I mean you just have to do that you should always be reaching out and um, you know for advice and figuring out figuring out what um, you know the best way to go about things or the best way to help people um, there's just really really been too many times to to count honestly and you know that that's good that's what you want right I mean you want to have those resources available or that um, that that circle of people that you can go to with, you know, things to help you uh, not just operate efficiently, but be successful because um, you can't do it alone. I mean, you can't you can't rely on that. I mean, it's it's not a good recipe for success. So, what's been the most rewarding part for you? It's a good question. I think probably just helping people. I, I think 
you know, as a, maybe not a core value, but just something that holds true with me individually is, um, you know, I've always just wanted to help people and no matter what capacity that was, you know, before I was just, I was working with people on their businesses, you know, I was helping them. Um, this is still helping people. It's just in a different capacity, even though I, I bring a, a strength to this side um, with helping people, whether it's with, you know, certain exercises or um, bridging the gap from, you know, being an athlete going to the next level or um, walking to the gym for the first time. You know, we've got a lot of first timers in here that, um, like no joke, have never jump roped or never even attempted a pull up. I mean, those are, you know, depending on what type of background you have, those might be commonplace or not, or you, you know, you might've had those things in gym class or not. So um, to, I think to be able to help people and whether it's in a small capacity of when that light switch goes off in the gym, you know, during a certain exercise or when you really start seeing, when you see them see progress in themselves, I think that's a really cool aspect. So um, that's what makes the, the, the long days worth it. Right, whether you're, um, you know, if you're grinding and, you know, trying to find that motivation. What would you, you know, kind of wrapping it up here? What would you, you know, piece of advice to somebody that again, that's maybe thinking about it, looking to take that leap, um, you know, the, the biggest opportunity that they may have, you know, kind of what piece would, of advice would you give to a young, you know, a new entrepreneur? I would say, you know jump in take that leap run i mean don't don't walk with your idea or or hesitate i mean run you're missing out um, if you don't you're not missing anything by accepting a, a job at another company just you know another you know job um do it you, you should not hesitate one bit because um, you'll you'll find the support you'll you'll find your circle if you will that can help you out um, should not hesitate one bit. Um, you're going to be so much happier, and you'll have the freedom that you um, that you'll you'll want, um, whether you realize it yet or not. I think it's okay to go just to try it, right? Like right. it may not it may not work, yeah. you know. But it, I think that that what if is always too strong, and I don't think you want to go 10, 15 years going, man. I had that opportunity. I mm -hmm. could have done it. I should have done mm -hmm. it. Um, you know, it's. I think that may be, that. If, if anybody can just kind of latch onto that and go, like, listen, like, I don't know if it's going to work, yeah. but just go and with you, it. You hear that all the time, like, right, like, I've, I've failed a bunch of times, but, you know, now I'm successful with this. Like, that, that's all it is. I mean, I, yeah, we've, you know, got a good thing going right now, but it's not because it just was a light switch and it takes off, right? Like, you, you have to fail at certain things and get better um, each time you learn from it because it's, um, you know, you're, you're going to make mistakes and that's okay, but... Um, you know, failing is part of the process. The last question I want to ask is when are you taking the next vacation and where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, we, uh, we actually have talked about this, my wife and I. We've talked about going somewhere on a beach, and we're thinking about doing it late February, early March. Um, which would be a good time to get away um, after a promotion in the gym. So I, I'm not sure if it'll happen. I think we just need to plan it to, um, so it's in the, so it's on the on the calendar. But um, she'll force you to turn the phone off, probably. Or oh yeah. You'll go someplace yeah. where there's no cell phone. Huh? Yeah, and I, honestly, I would probably just gladly throw it in the ocean. Um, <laughs> just as long as there's somewhere warm, there's somewhere ocean, and there's no people, then good to go. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Be Epic. 
if you could do me a favor, like, rate, review this podcast. I would greatly appreciate it.